Chapter thirty three of Titus, a comrade of the cross. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ellen Preckle. Titus, a comrade of the cross by Florence M. Kingsley. Chapter thirty three. If I could but see him once more as of old, said Peter longingly. He was walking with John in his own garden in Capernaum, and certain others of the disciples were sitting on the wall at the water's edge, talking in low tones. They had come into Galilee according to the word of the Lord, and had gathered together a multitude of the disciples, and had told them how that the Lord was risen from the dead. And on this peaceful evening of early summer they had been speaking of his mysterious appearance upon the mountain, where he was seen of over five hundred of the disciples. "'Thou wert not of them which doubted?' questioned John gravely nay i doubted not twould ill beseem me of all men to question his mercy but and he lowered his voice thou knowest that it was like a vision from heaven and there were so many to see if only i could speak with him once again face to face and know that he hath forgiven me for my dastardly cowardice and he dashed the bright drops from his eyes suddenly he turned and looked out over the placid waters of the lake now glowing with the thousand shifting tints of the sunset he exclaimed with something of his old energy, I would fain go fishing to-night. John looked somewhat surprised, but he only said, Wilt thou that the others go also? Assuredly, answered Peter. Do thou speak with them. I will put the boats to rights and bring the nets. So presently they all set forth amid the deepening shadows of evening, just as they used to do. And as the boat glided gently along, floating, as it were, between two heavens, John looked forth over the mystic glory of the waters, as it reflected in its bosom the radiant sky, and murmured, A sea of glass mingled with fire. They toiled all the night, yet caught nothing. When the morning was come, they made for the land, weary and faint. And as they drew nigh unto the shore, they beheld, standing upon the water's edge, the figure of a man, seen but dimly through the morning mist. And he called to them, and said, Children, have ye any meat? And they answered him, No. And he said, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. And they did as they were bidden, for they thought that he might have seen that look on the surface of the water, which shows to one skilled in such things the presence of fish. And having cast the net, they were now not able to drag it for the multitude of the fishes. Then did John, the disciple whom Jesus loved, stand up in the bow of the boat, and gaze long and earnestly upon the man who stood upon the shore. And he knew him, and cried out with joy, It is the Lord! And when Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girt his father's coat about him, and, leaping into the water, swam ashore, and fell at the feet of the master whom he had denied. Now the other disciples, dragging the net full of fishes, came also to the shore, and they saw a fire of coals burning, and fish broiling thereon, and bread, just as of yore. And their hearts were full as they gazed upon their risen Lord, and thought that even in his glory he remembered that they were hungry and must eat. And Jesus said unto them, Bring of the fish which ye have now caught, Peter went and drew the net to land, full of great fishes, an hundred and fifty and three, and for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. Then said Jesus unto them, Come and break your fast. And he himself took of the fish, and gave to them, and also of the bread, and they ate and were satisfied. After that they had eaten, Jesus fixed his eyes upon Peter, and said to him, Simon, son of John, dost thou love me more than these? And Peter answered eagerly, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Feed my lambs said the master solemnly. Then he asked him a second time, Simon, son of John, dost thou love me? And again Peter made answer, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And Jesus said unto him solemnly as before, Tend my sheep. Then said he the third time, Simon, son of John, dost thou love me? 
Peter was grieved when he said unto him the third time, Dost thou love me? Yet in his heart he knew the meaning of it all. Had he not thrice denied? And was it not meet that he should thrice confess? He fell on his knees before Jesus, and with tears cried out, Lord, thou knowest all things, thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus looked upon him with a deep tenderness in his eyes, so that the heart of Peter was satisfied. He knew that he was forgiven. And again he said unto him, Feed my sheep. Then after a little silence he added, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, When thou wast young, thou girdest thyself, and walkest whither thou wouldest. But when thou art old, thou shalt stretch forth thine hands, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldst not. And many years afterward, when the enemies of Christ bound Peter and bore him away to a martyr's death, these words were fulfilled. Yet was he triumphant unto the end through the love of his Lord and Master. Not many days after this the disciples went back to Jerusalem, according to the word of Jesus, that they might tarry there till the promise of the Father should be fulfilled. And Jesus met them there, and again talked with them. And they asked him, Lord, dost thou at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath set within his own authority, but ye shall receive power when the Holy Spirit is come upon you, and ye shall be my witnesses, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Go ye, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you alway, even unto the end of the world. And he led them out until they were over against Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass, while he blessed them, he parted from them, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they were looking steadfastly into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, and they said, Ye, men of Galilee, why stand ye looking up into heaven? This Jesus, which was received up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye beheld him going into heaven. And they returned into Jerusalem with exceeding great joy, and were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. And most of all did they rejoice in the word which he spake unto them, Lo, I am with you alway, even unto the end of the world. And he is with us to-day, for he inhabiteth eternity. He is the same yesterday, to-day, and forever, not a far-away Jesus in some remote and inaccessible glory, but warm, sweet, tender even yet. A present help is he, and faith has yet its Olivet, and love its Galilee. The healing of the seamless dress is by our beds of pain. We touch him in life's throng and press, and we are whole again. At this moment he is standing by thy side. Wilt thou not fall at his feet, and cry out, Lord, thou knowest all things, thou knowest that I love thee? Then will he lift thee at once from all thy weakness and sin, and thou shalt triumph gloriously through the power of his love. And so at last we too shall one day be with him in paradise, and there we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. God grant that every one of us shall be numbered with that exceeding great multitude who shall stand before the throne and before the Lamb, crying, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. For they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and lead them unto fountains of living waters, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. End of chapter 33